Greetings, family. This is Delisha Artis, and I am your host of the Wealthy Crown Podcast. The Wealthy Crown is where we empower believers and kingdom entrepreneurs on how to become better financial stewards by applying both godly wisdom as well as practical money strategies. So get ready to position yourself for financial breakthrough and abundance by the supernatural power of God. And may your hands never lack what's in your heart to do for the kingdom of God. Hey family, welcome back to this week's episode of the Wealthy Crown Podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys back again. And so on this week, I'm going to be honest with you. I really didn't know what the Holy Spirit was leading me to talk about. I didn't have anything. I'm ringing in my spirit. And one thing I will not do is get on this platform and speak just to speak. I want to make sure that I'm actually following the leading of the Holy Spirit because outside of him, I have nothing to say. And um, I didn't really know exactly what I was going to do up until I got up this morning. And in my time of prayer, he laid this subject on my heart, which as you can see, is called trusting in God's provision. And um, he really began to minister to me from this place. And so what I want to do is talk about that on today. Um, I have a few things that I want to do as it relates to encouraging you, as it relates to God's provision. I don't know where you are in life. Uh, Maybe you're going through maybe a tight season, maybe a wilderness season. Maybe you're going through a transition. um, Or maybe you're on your financial journey and you're working to um, turn some things around um, to overturn, you know, some prior uh, financial decisions that you made. No matter where you are, uh, we as believers, kingdom entrepreneurs, we have access, you know, to God's provision. We have access to God's power so that no matter where we are, no matter what we're facing, no matter what we're going through, uh, God is with us. And because he is with us, his power is with us. And because his power is with us, we have access to supernatural results. Now, when it comes to God's provision or God providing for us, we know that that is a promise in the word of God. It is very clear. Uh, Philippians 4.19, which is one of the scriptures, that lets us know that, listen, my God will meet all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So we understand that um, God will provide for us. He will meet all of our needs. We also understand that he is a God of abundance. He owns the cattle on a thousand heels. Um, And so we know from just those scriptures that God has the ability to take care of us and he will. And, um, but when we see those scriptures and when we uh, reflect on God's promises um, to take care of us, no matter what season we're walking in, you just learn that there's a difference in reading the word and there's a difference in reading the word and receiving it into your heart. And allowing that word that has been sown into your heart to really rule rule and guide your emotions when you're facing an unexpected situation, when you're facing a financial mountain, when you're facing something unexpected, something that's so much bigger than you and you realize, I need the power of God. Like if God does not do this, it will not get done. And so you guys, over the next few months, I'll be sharing more with you, but I have definitely, um, over the past year, honestly, been in a major faith walk and I've learned some things, some new things, 
you know, and all that I've experienced, I have learned some new things regarding um, God's provision. And I'm so grateful, no matter the results or no matter the manifestation of God's word in our lives, there's always more. Like, God is infinite. Like, you can never tap the end of God. You just go from one level of glory to the other. And so um, I, I think a couple of things to, to really note before we get into it, because I want to encourage you and give you really the realities that I have learned about God's provision. And I believe that that will encourage you in this season, no matter where you are. Um, and it will help um, really manage your expectations, you know, or what you're expecting God to do or what you're expecting to see when it comes to God's provision. You know, one thing I always want to encourage us to do, and my apostle says this all the time, we have to make sure that our hearts are full of the word of God. Um, it talks about, I think it's in uh, Mark 4, where it talks about, you know, building the house, you know, building one on sand and building one on the solid foundation. And um, we have to, as believers, every single day get into the word of God, every single day get into the presence of God, get in our place of prayer, worship, and having that intimate time with him because that's how we build our faith. That's how we build ourselves up. So when life happens, when things come up, we don't allow fear and we don't allow doubt um, to stop us from believing. That word of God that's been stored up in our spirit, stored up in our hearts, is able to guard us and shield us um, from the emotions of the situation. And we are able, you know, to stand. And so definitely that's my first encouragement um, that we all must do as believers if we are not going to be tossed to and fro. You know, when we receive Jesus into our life, it doesn't mean that we are going to live this perfect life. No, um, we are going to experience life. But when we accept Jesus into our lives, it means that he is impacting um, our out outcome and how we experience what we're going through. You know, Jesus is really going to help us. He changes our response to the situation and he changes the outcome of that said storm. So someone else who does not have a relationship with Christ or does not believe in Christ yet, they may go, you guys may go through the same situation, but your response and your outcome is going to be different because of your relationship with Jesus Christ. And that is glorious um, and something to be thankful for. So let's go ahead and get into it. I want to talk to you about Four things that you can expect when it comes to God's provision, all right? And these are some of the things that I have learned um, along my journey, just in, you know, my relationship with Christ. The first thing is that God's provision requires faith, right? It really requires us really trusting in what we know and not what we see. And if we have not been in a place of studying God's word. And I, I honestly, I believe it's not only being in a place of spending time with him and spending time in the word, it's being intentional about the thoughts that come into our minds. Because when you're facing something financially, um, unexpectedly, it can be so easy, you know, to really um, get into fear, get into doubt. But what we have to realize is when the enemy is planting those seeds of doubt and fear in our minds, we as believers have to recognize that, no, 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 no. This is going against what I know to be true. I know that God will provide for me. I know um, that God will make a way, you know. And so we really have to really focus in on what we know and not what we see and what we feel because that will move us out of the place 
of being in a position to receive God's provision. You know, the word of God says, listen, what we see is temporal. That means it's subject to change. But what we can't see, that is eternal. So you may not be able to see your way out of the situation. That doesn't matter. Based on the word of God, which is internal, which is eternal, um, and cannot be changed, cannot be revoked, it cannot, his word cannot return unto him void, you have to trust in that. So it really requires faith, requires us really trusting in the word, regardless of what we see, regardless of what we hear, and regardless of what we feel. The second thing that I have learned as it relates to understanding and experiencing God's provision is it requires humility, you guys. You really have to die to yourself. God is not going to take care of it the way you think he should take care of it. (laughs) He's not going to provide the way that you want him to provide. We know, according to Jeremiah 29, 11, that God already has a plan. He already has a plan for our lives. And so when we say yes to Jesus, we say yes to that plan. We say yes to his way of doing those things. And when I think about this, and one of the things that the Holy Spirit spoke to me as an example, he's like, Delisha, think about talking to somebody and you give them your opinion and they tell you they already got it worked out. And when you're discussing something, they're like, no, I got this, 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 this. And you're like, hey, but I think we should do this. That person is going to tell you, I don't need your opinion. I don't need your thoughts. Like, I've already thought this thing through. You know, when God created that plan from the very beginning, he has already factored in all the risks. He has already factored in um, the fear, the thoughts, the things that will come through your mind. The things that will come through your mind, the things that will try to get you off course. He's already factored those things in. God already has it figured out. And so what that means is we have to die to ourselves. We have to die to, I expected this to work out this way. And it's not working out this way. What's going on? Because what that will allow us to do if we get in that place where we're not humbling ourselves before God We'll get into a place of pride, we'll get into a place of frustration, and we'll get to a place of um, offense in our heart. And you don't want to be offended at God. He's the the only one that can help you. So he's on your side. And so it takes humility, you know? And when I think about humility, when I think about dying to yourself, God's provision is is not always comfortable. The wealthy crown turns one. You heard it. We are celebrating one year on September the 19th, and we are so excited. And so we are inviting you to join us on September 19th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Instagram and Facebook for a very special live. Listen, we want to celebrate. We want to thank each and every one of you for being a part of this journey and we're also going to release a very special announcement. You guys, it is major. You do not want to miss this time. So again, join us Monday, September 19th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we celebrate our one-year anniversary. Yes, God is not going to always provide for you in this place of comfort. We have this idea that this is going to come from this place and, and this place and this thing, and if it came from this source or this place, then it will work out perfectly. 
No, no, no. You have to submit. And one of the things I thought about was 1 Kings 17, Elijah. You know, he gave a word. He said, hey, there's going to be no rain on the earth until, you know, other than my word. Other, you know, outside of me saying so. And so immediately there was a famine in the land, right? No rain. And so the word of the Lord came to him and said, hey, go to the brook. And I've commanded ravens to come and feed you. And so he was provided for supernaturally. But one thing that I thought about is that Elijah was outside. He was by a brook. He didn't say he was in a house. He didn't say he was, you know, um, found a friend to stay with. Yes, God provided for him and he ate. God provided for him supernaturally. But he, it wasn't in a place of comfort. And so a lot of times we get frustrated and we don't understand God providing for us because we think it's going to be this cookie cutter, perfect place. It's going to be a place of comfort. No, I have learned that sometimes God's provision comes through a place of being uncomfortable, of being in a place that you do not want to be in, of being in a place that you never imagined yourself to be in. But let me tell you, that's where humility comes in. That's when God is able to carry out his purpose and his plan in our lives. The Bible says if we humble ourselves before him, listen, he's going to lift us up. And so I've learned that as it relates to God's provision and God's word being manifested in my life, that I have to move in a place of humility and I have to be okay with God working it out the way he wants to work it out. And be thankful that he is working it out. Which takes me into my third point. God's provision requires worship. When we worship God, when we praise him, we celebrate the. that's when we celebrate the character of God. Again, regardless of what I see, regardless of what I feel, regardless of these negative thoughts that are trying to, you know, infiltrate my mind. I know you to be a healer. I know you to be a deliverer. It's in this place of worship that we reflect on what he did before. Sometimes worship is not, you know, yes, it's praise, it's adoration, but sometimes it's going back to that journal. You know, it's going back to that place where you document it. That's why it's so important when God does things and when you're on this financial journey, you need to document. You know, that's why with my first book, How to... Um, how Honoring God Unlocks Financial Breakthrough. Like in that book, I was able to document every seed, every breakthrough, every manifestation of his power. That was worship. That gave me a sense of empowerment. And it really fueled my faith and fueled my worship because I remember when. I was able to go back and say, you've kind of seen a mountain like this before. And God was able to demolish it by his power and by his strength. So if you are going to experience God's provision, it's going to require you to worship him. It's going to require you to put yourself aside, put the situation aside, and say, God, regardless of what I see, regardless of what I feel, I know that you are my provider. I know that you already have it worked out. And so because of that, I'm not going to stress over it. I'm going to seek you for direction. If you're not saying anything, that means I need to stand still and just worship you and look to see your salvation. Last thing that I have learned that I want to share on today is that 
God's provision requires. Hosea 4 and 6 declares that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And unfortunately, you guys, this scripture really reflected my life for so many years. I mean, I was literally held captive because of my finances. Until one day, Holy Spirit revealed to me that my financial lack was not a reflection of his supply. It was simply a reflection of my lack of wisdom. This is why we are so passionate about empowering believers and kingdom entrepreneurs as it relates to their financial knowledge. So we're going to host every month a virtual financial workshop called How to Honor God with Your Finances. Now, in this three-hour virtual workshop, we're going to be dealing with money mindset, how to develop your money mindset, and the importance of having one. We're also going to deal with the spiritual principle of honor, putting God first. How do you do that practically? And what are the benefits of doing so? And lastly, we're going to be teaching every attendee how to create their very own money plan. I'm asked that all the time. How do I get better at managing my finances? So we want to invite you to join us if you are ready to go to the next level in your finances. We want you to grab your Bible, your notebook, your pen, and paper and join us. Each attendee will get access to a um, workbook as well as money plan worksheets and a debt payoff worksheet. So go ahead, click the link in today's show notes and join us for this month's session. Flexibility. <laughs> I remember um, just, you know, maturing and growing in my, my servanthood at my local ministry. And one of the things that uh, my man of God, my apostle said to me during that time was, Delisha, you, you're being too rigid. You know, you need to be a little bit more flexible. You know, I'm the type of person, I like a plan. One, two, three, you know, money planning. That, that's my thing. But what I have learned, and this is why I teach my clients and anyone that comes in contact with the wealthy crown, we submit to the power of God. I don't care what we wrote down or what our idea is as to how this is going to work out. No, we want God's supernatural power to show up. And if God's supernatural power is going to show up in our lives and in our finances, in our bodies, in our minds, whatever we're seeking and believing for, we have to remain flexible. We cannot be locked in into way we think things should go. Sometimes, you know, God's provision is going to come through your job. Sometimes God's provision is going to come through your family. It's going to come through strangers, your neighbors. Um, God's provision is supernatural. Sometimes God's um, provision is going to come through you getting that part-time job or picking up some extra hours because it's about obedience too. Again, God's provision is not going to always look like what you think. This is why we must acknowledge him in all of our ways and he will direct us. It's not about what I think. It's about, God, what is your plan? You already saw this bump in the road before I got here. So help me get into the right position. You know, sometimes when you're believing for God's provision, you may be believing for money or, you know, believing for some type of increase. But God sends his favor. <laughs> He causes the hearts of men and women around you to be bent towards you and to help you. This is a part of his plan. And so if we're going to experience God's provision, we have to be flexible. And so what I've learned in closing, you guys, is that what I need to do is be obedient and to relax and let God do his thing. He is literally, we say this all the time, God, use me. Use me for your glory. 
And God can only get the glory if we're facing things that we are unable to get through or to sob in our own strength. And so it requires faith. It requires the humility. It requires worship. It requires flexibility. Imagine auditioning for a script. And the director chooses you and casts you into this movie. Knowing that this director has worked years and months on the script. He's, a, he's just looking for, hallelujah, the right person that's going to fulfill the role, that's going to play the part, that's going to go through the script. And imagine being on that set and arguing and pushing back with the director on his manuscript, on his movie script. Nine times out of ten, you're going to get fired. <laughs> Because what he needs you to do is come in and bring to life what has already been written, what has already been worked out. We are called to carry the glory of God. And God's glory is already locked up in his perfect will and plan for our lives. So it's my encouragement to you that if you're going to experience God's provision, you have to submit to his will and not your way.